date is July 5th. This is Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm with my buddy Foy. Hey, what's up? And we got a lot to talk about. Bringing it in with the NBA free agency moves that are happening. We got Wimbledon. We got World Cup. And the 4th of July. Hey, hopefully everybody had a safe 4th of July. Nobody lost any digits. Everybody's good. No nose complaints. Hey, there you go. You nose. Know. Nose? Nose complaints. Why would you have a nose complaint? Noise complaints. Oh, sorry. I, I bumped the music on 4th of July. I'm sure you don't. What is, what is it? Peruvian house music? Absolutely not. I, Ray Charles. America. Oh, America. Uh, you're a grand old flag. <laughs> Can you sing that for me? You're a grand old flag. No, I can't sing it for you. <laughs> I, I, I figured you couldn't. But as long as nobody caught their house on fire... Who's the country the guy who sings, uh, So I Proudly Stand Up? Uh, Art Green. Oh, Sean's got Is, is that Dynamite Drop-In, That's Monty? a great one. Art Green? I'm pretty sure it's Art Green. Yeah, that's a classic. And it's a country song. Yeah, you can, technically country. What is your favorite like Ooh. American 4th of July song? A favorite American 4th of July song? Off the top of my head, I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, for me, it's easy. I love Ray Charles. I love Ray Charles America. It's, it's smoothie. It's jazz. Now, that was in a movie, wasn't it? It was in a movie? I'm pretty sure. It was the fireworks scene in Sandlot. That's what it which was. Which is, Perfect. it was a qualifier for, for our exactly. World Cup of sports movies. I think it made it to the semis. It was bracket. a strong qualifier and there's a lot of there's a lot of negative response about the sandlot being there a bunch of kids scared of a dog who happened to play baseball was the most common uh response i heard i didn't know people took movies so personal i mean it was it was a a childhood favorite of a lot but i guess the baseball wasn't good enough apparently but uh that's neither here nor there it was i was never good at baseball so i thought it was great yeah i've seen you try to play i was okay I, I could catch the ball. Uh, I, I was a catcher and center fielder. I had <laughs> wheels. Okay. Yeah. When it came to swing and lumber, I didn't carry that much weight. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> oh, you carry plenty of weight, Paul. Oh, I wanna, yeah. So, yeah, we did. We just want to say thank you to everybody who took a look at the uh, World Cup of Sports Movies and participated. Either, you know, hit us up via text or in person and let us know. A lot what, of tech, how many texts did you wake up to that after the, uh, the, we, the we posted the, the... The first morning after it dropped, I think I woke up to like 15 text messages of what we missed. Granted, oh. like movies, we, we admitted we missed some movies. Which one do you wish that you put back into the groups or uh, into the bracket? Caddyshack. I, we, we mentioned that during the podcast and you were kind of sad about it. I, I thought so too. Uh, Bull Durham was another one that uh, could have easily made that top 32 list. Do you? And I'm a basketball movie guy and I was super... Disappointed in myself that I forgot blue chips. Yeah. With Shaquille and Anthony Hardaway. Totally. That's that's early nineties for you with Nick Nolte. Oh. Um playing uh, a different version of uh, Bobby Knight. Yeah, right. And then uh basketball. I completely forgot about basketball. Like the creators of South Park's best movie, in my opinion. It's still better to than Team America. Well, if they make the movie of Book of Mormon. Yes, that that would be hilarious. They'll crush because that thing Yes. Very popular. Very popular. If it's as good as the actual animated episode, it would be awesome. Crush. Yeah. So let's start this show off today. Uh, let's, go, uh, let's go starting lineups. Starting lineup for me this week, I'm going J.D. Martinez, outfield for the Boston Red Sox. 
Dude is killing it. 327 average, 26 home runs, 71 RBIs. They are comparing his season so far per game at this point, the season where Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown. They put their numbers up. JD is beating Miguel in every stat. The average is higher. He's got every stat. How many stats are there in baseball? Well, it's gonna be thirty stats. It, it, yeah, there's there's a lot of made up stats, uh, but the ones that count for Triple Crown are average home runs and RBIs. JD has Miguel by ten home runs and probably about eight to ten RBIs, and the average I want to say is like thirteen or fourteen points higher. The dude is just tearing the cover off the ball. Props to Boston for making that acquisition a couple years ago. I mean, hitting in Fenway. And the the, uh, AL East in general is a great hitters um, division in terms of parks they play in. You know you're playing in Toronto. Toronto's a bandbox. The ball flies out of there. Fenway, you know, you got a short porch to right. you got to hit it over the monster and left. But it's like a three-foot pony wall out and right. And then um, Yankee Stadium, 314 to right field. I mean, it's like more home runs hit in that park are fly ball outs in any other park. Then you got the Trop. The Trop's okay, but he's doing big things down there. Props to him. Hopefully he tears it up and we see another Triple Crown winner. That that was awesome. Who do you got, Paulo? Oh, well, my starter for the starting lineup this week is Joey Chestnut. Oh, crushing. 11-time champ in the Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest. And not only did he win it, he, 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 he broke mur- the record again. He crushed everybody. He crushed the record. Well, he got first place, 74 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. I want to throw and up just thinking about that. I'm hungry. I am too, but Nathan's not that hot hungry. dogs are delicious. They are good. Probably, I'm a Hebrew national Nathan's hot dog guy. I don't, I'm, I'm over ballpark and any other kind of Frank. Well, my, I don't think Michael Jordan's a spokesman for ballpark anymore. That's fine. I'm, I don't even, that's probably one Do thing. they still make ballpark? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, okay. Not, not the most popular link. You know, I've always, you know, we were poor growing up, so it was always Oscar Mayer. <laughs> if we splurge. Well, it's pretty much bologna. Oscar Mayer is a bologna stick. Yes. Hey, I love bologna. Bologna is, a diff- is not a, a, a Frankfurter. Hey, if you cut it up and put it in scrambled eggs, they both taste the same. I'm a, you know what I do with my hot dog? I like to put it into my instant noodle. My Not the cup of noodle, but just the, the noodle packet. The ramen? Ramen, I guess. It's the same thing, but... Oh, right, I'd make a ramen, and then I'd also get an egg in there. Yeah? Pretend uh, I'm fancy. I'm not really, but... Kind of like an egg drop soup? Just with like hot it. dog? Just like it. <laughs> with it. Boils over, and you get the weird egg foam. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but no, Joey Chestnut, San Jose native. Oh. Bay Area boy. Bay Area. Paulo's excited about that. Oh, yeah. The best eater of all time. Um, yeah, you could definitely say that. Oh, he's it's it's already hands down. What was the Japanese kid? So, something. It's got an O and a T with some S H I. Right. Something there's definitely in an there. I. I bought a vowel. Yeah. There's definitely some vowels in there. Eleven time champ. Seventy four hot. I can't even fathom. Oh God. Uh, and, and and you should see the this the last seconds. Yeah. He he's, where he's, he's got like three hot dogs. And like, the bun. He's got like a quarter of each hot dog left. In his hand, and he stuffs it in his Shoving face. Shoving it in. And then he pounds like half a cup of water. Yeah. That just is gross to me. Intense. So to do that for 11 years straight, and then to be better, he's still getting better. He's probably going to do it again next year. And imagine imagine if he got to 80. Oh, that 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 just hurts my stomach. And it's not like he's it. a fat dude. No, he, he's 
fairly lean. Looks like he's in decent shape. You know, what, what do you, how do you train for that? Oh, well, you, I, I think it's, you have to stretch the stomach with water and lettuces, salads, and clean foods that, I don't know, really, but that's what I've seen one time. But I, I don't know. It's a lot of lettuce. and helps stretch the stomach. No, that doesn't sound like fun at all. No. But I, on top of that, too, uh, the female Japanese girl, uh, Miko Sudo, she won again for the fifth straight year. Oh. And she ate 37. 37 hot dogs. That's pretty good. Still, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. How many, how many come in a packet? 10? Eight. Eight. No, I'm sorry. It's 10. It depends. It's, well, yeah, it depends on the, on the hot dog. Yeah. Because Oscar Mayer came with 10. I remember that because the packages of buns you know only comes in eight. That's the worst. Right? How does buns that work? To, hey, I'm going to buy a package of hot dogs, but I got to buy two sets of buns? Yeah. Either that or you just don't buy buns at all and you go old school and just slap it on a, a piece of bread. We call that a white trash taco. <laughs> And at some point in everyone's life, they've had a hot dog on a slice of bread. Right. Right? I'm telling you, the hot dog is accessible. Yeah. I mean, it's fairly cheap. Have you ever sliced it in half, and or one or two of them, potentially, and made it into a sandwich? Of course. Who hasn't done that? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's American, you know? Exactly. It's like a 4th of July thing. Did your mom ever chop, or whoever in your life, chop up the hot dog and mix it in your mac and cheese? Yes, when I was young. I had craft. Uh, Kraft mac and cheese with diced hot dogs. It's pretty much the all American. It's the staple meat product. It's the staple tube meat, <laughs> processed. Who knows what's in it? Oh, meat. I don't want to think. You about don't want to know horse you parts. You you don't want to know what's in it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it tastes good enough. You throw some ketchup on it or some mustard, whatever your preference now, is. Now, right, so what do you put on your hot dogs? Some people, you know, the East Coasters. It, if you throw ketchup on there, it's blasphemy. Blasphemist. Blasphemous? No, I'm strictly ketchup. Are you? Strictly oh, yeah, that's right. ketchup. I know you. Come on. Why am I even asking? Hey, but I will say. You are the most simplest eater. To- totally. What is your normal bottle of ketchup? How long does it last? Depends on the size of the ketchup bottle. The normal size. Squeezable bottle. Well, I get the, the two-pack of like 64-ounce, you know, the jumbo that you'd find at Costco that comes in the three-pack, but we get it at two at our local store. One of those will last us, ooh, one, two months, maybe. Okay. But you used to go through it faster. Yeah. When you uh, lived on your own, did, did you fly by it? No. No, I didn't. I was eating. I wasn't trying to cook for myself. Uh, the food I was eating came with its own ketchup. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Uh, ketchup to, just kind of sat in the clo- in the, the cabinet. And so just ketchup. Just, you, have just, you ever done sauerkraut or onions? Um, no onions? Absolutely zero onions on my... Hot dog. See, I but I will say, all. I will say the best hot dog I've had was a little place in Los Olivos. I cannot remember the name of the hot dog stand, but I got pepperoncinis, shredded cheese, crushed up chips, and ketchup, and a So pickle. it was kind of like a hipster hot dog. Yeah, kind of. It was fancy. It was like a sixth. No, it's not fancy, Sean. It was totally Crushed fancy. Crushed up chips aren't fancy. Uh, it was called crunch, adding, you want some crunch on that. <laughs> Texture. Yeah, it was crushed up Lay's potato chips, and it added a nice crunchy element to my hot dog. Well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, as far as hot dogs, uh, I have tried the Chicago dog just recently in my life with the peppers and the sesame seed type bun or the black whatever comes on the bun. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, a little zing. 
yeah. and a hot dog. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm not. I, I like all those ingredients: sauerkraut, onions. I try it all. Yeah, I like different must, yellow mustard, brown mustard. Throw it on jalapeno mustard. Ooh, I couldn't do that. No, that's not you, but me. Yeah, that's that's totally. I you. love it. I, I I know you. I know you would. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna give just a big ups to Joey Crawford. He probably loves all those toppings. Probably. Uh, he probably hates hot dogs. Yeah, I mean, in real life, in in regular time, I don't ever see him having a hot dog. Did I call him Crawford? Yeah, you chestnut. Do. Chestnut. Close enough. Hey, you know, starts with Champ. a C. Hey, there you go. Just call him Joey Champ. Joey Champ. You know, murdering, murdering the hot dog eating scene. Absolutely. Um, well, that's it for our starting lineup. So, Sean, why don't you uh, let me know who's riding the pine for you this week? Sit down. Sit. All right. So, riding the pine for me this week, I'm going to throw it to the uh, the Japanese defense of their uh, national team oh. in their game against Belgium. Uh, tie game. They were leading 2-0 for a majority of the game. Belgium came back, tied it up 2-2. They're in, they had like five minutes of stoppage time. Uh, so it was going to 95 minutes. They're in the 95th minute. They had a shot on goal. They came out. The, the keeper, you know, passed it down the center. The guy carried it and basically took it the whole field with two touches, one pass. Cross back, tap and goal for the win to send him into the quarterfinals. That is the epic bed shitting of the week right there. It was, uh, you know, 2-0 lead. Yeah, it's like, you know, get get a little selfish with the ball, you know, start playing a little keep away, kill Drop some time. Defense. You know, you gotta, there's got to be balance. You know, there's something to say for a team that takes, gets an early lead. And then it just drops back on defense. Yeah. The counter is so strong sometimes. Yeah. And it doesn't work out for you. You know, it's like playing that prevent defense. Yeah. You prevent yourself from winning. We've been coaching for how many years? Uh, I'm in high school level. And they've been saying that forever. I I heard that as a player. Right. I mean, it's just, it's not good. You know, you leave yourself vulnerable. Yeah. Just keep on attacking. do, Do what you did to get there. You know. And then just... Be better. So maybe, the, like, so you're saying the Japanese attacked first, and then Belgium came back and bombed them. <laughs> Whoa, that is and love. came off with the win. Hey, hey, you know, whatever, you know. Props to Belgium for hanging tough and then uh, pulling it out in the end. Who do you got riding the pine for you this week? Well, after this crazy week of the NBA free agency, I am hitting on people who are strictly nba fans you know everyone sees lebron moving to los angeles making this big move and we're in all these conversations amongst coworkers, friends just a normal conversation and you know i'm like so who do you like who's your who's your squad oh i'm just an nba fan and this is ruining the nba well you're ruining the nba you these weak ass guys who don't have a team who don't have to deal you know just don't like the idea of a primo player like LeBron James moving to LA. Yeah, I don't I don't claim to have an NBA team, but you know, you got me into watching the Warriors before they were good. Right. And, you know, if they're on I'll I'll I used to, well that used to be my thing. People would visit me because, you know, I, I, I lived in San Jose and my friends from down south would come visit. I'm like, what do you want to do? Well, we could go watch a Warrior game for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's back before they had a fan base that Everyone. was uh, everybody. You could spend $40 and you could get fan merch, a ticket, parking, <laughs> yeah. a hot dog. <laughs> and there's still seats left over. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. there used to be two dollar Tuesdays. Ooh. Two dollar parking. Two dollar ticket. Two dollar hot dog. Yeah, it's a I'm good day. At, or was that the Oakland A's? They were both. It's a. <laughs> they're right next to it's each other. It's a struggle. Other. It's, it's a struggle in the Bay Area right now. I would go to so many games. <laughs> you want to go on a date? Oh, you want to take? You're gonna take me to the AT and T Park? No. <laughs> we're gonna go to the Oakland Alameda Coliseum. The Coliseum. Oh boy, what a structure. Yeah. Holding strong. Yeah, I mean, how that place hasn't just fallen down and into a pile of rubble, no one will ever know. Well, you know, after the earthquake, the Coliseum and Candlestick, well, you remember that we were, it was 89? Oh, right, I think, I think so. it was 89. And it was at Candlestick, it was the one that where the game was happening, right? The Battle of the Bay. Yeah. But it, it took, you know, those two structures had to go. I can't believe they haven't rebuilt. But the Warriors' new structure, have you seen the videos for that? Uh, it's right there on the on the wharf, what, right? Real close. It was originally going to be up here, yeah. on a pier, over the water. That just doesn't sound smart. No. I don't know how many pillars or beams it take, but cool drawings. Cool, great drawings, but yeah, the, the structure looks great. It's right off one of the, it's right on the water, though. They're going to be out of San Francisco now, but looks good. But yeah, these NBA fans, though, just hating on the free agency moves. It's how it goes, especially with also the the Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Um, oh, the Warriors are cheap. I'm like, they bought them for five million bucks for one year. Yeah. Don't don't worry. We'll get into that. Oh yeah. As, Anyways, as we move along, don't be a hater. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't be that guy. Think about what you're gonna say. Let's let's think. Do you want to pick st- a team? Yeah. Pick a team. It's okay. Front run. It's okay. Bandwagon. Hey, right right into the segment we did on our last real show. You know. Bandwagon. Who you ju- who's bandwagon you jumping on? There's plenty of opportunities. Oh, with- by the, I felt so bad, by the way. There's a, uh, I think it's the Volkswagen commercial. Oh, Did you see it? Oh, which one? Well, there's one that's pretty much our segment. <laughs> I don't know if they copied us because we just came up with it last week. Oh, it but was. But I did it because of you. Because you are a bandwagoner. The lights guy playing <laughs> with the radio. The Belgian guy. Hello, USA. We have the biggest electronic dance Festival in the world. The Germans or Belgium, whoever. Yeah. Oh, we saw you didn't make it. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Anyways, they do this. You want to jump on our wagon? And it's yeah. a VW wagon. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, nobody wants that VW wagon. Yeah. Pick a team, guys. Yes. Roll with them. Yeah. You know, we have a good friend that, is he happy with the moves that are happening? No. But is he still a diehard Laker? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... He's eating a lot of crow because he hates LeBron, but now he has to root for him because he's a diehard Laker fan. And he says it's not the first time he's had to do that. Yeah, hey, you know, that that's owning your squad. Absolutely. You, you know, know, through thick or thin, whether whether you like the move or not. You How long have you been a Bucks fan? Uh You've been through it. You you've had it. Hardy Nick probably like ninety six. How many good years do you guys have? Three, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, something like that, you know. So stick with your squad. Yeah, you, you know? know, follow them. If if you're gonna if you're gonna root for a team, be about that team. Yeah, you know, rep your squad where you go. Make sure you wear the merch. Show 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 off your team spirit. Yep. Well, that's our segment for riding the pine and our starting lineup. Yeah, let's talk about the real news that we got a lot to talk about. We got the NBA free agency that is taking over the world cup talk right now oh it's i mean it's it's huge and you've got to start in la la is putting all their cards on the table and they're going all in you know magic is cr- this is the the most impressive i've been with magic in since, since he, he beat aids yeah <laughs> hiv hiv paulo not aids yeah. not full-blown aids to acquire the guys they did 
was pretty legit. I, I'm not sure they're going to have enough. Will they make the playoffs in the West? They should. Have, just having LeBron on your team makes you a playoff caliber team. Right. Can he carry that team? Yeah, but the West is nasty. Yeah, this is the first time, though, I'm a little concerned as far as LeBron because the team's not stacked. Definitely he, not. He doesn't know. It's still up in quite, is, is there There's still moves to be made. Yeah. I mean, they, they picked up they picked up LeBron. Four years, 153 mil. He turned down a $205 million max deal with Cleveland to come to L.A. But we all kind of knew he was going to come to L.A. Yeah, he's got His three. His kids got to play hoops in L.A. Yeah, they, he's got three homes in the L.A. area. I mean, it just makes sense. Do you want to retire in L.A. or Cleveland? Yeah, you know, I'm sure he'd like to stay in Cleveland. I, uh, there's something that's saying that, you know, you he, know. Stay, he wants to stay at home, his original home, but... It's a, he doesn't trust his GM. Well, that and, you know, it's not about the money at this point. No. It, it really isn't. He got him a championship. Yeah, he did. How many... I am sick of looking at people trying to burn his jerseys. Uh, I think I think there's a, a much more mutual breakup this time because, you know, they, they did take his big... Um, the big... Like his wings. story building. Yeah, his, his wings impersonation, you know, like the MJ wings. Yeah, but love that yeah, poster. It's great. But they took that down already, and you know it took them a couple of days. It, it did. It wasn't easy. Yeah, but there's no video. There's no viral videos of fans just like downtrodden and. It's not as bad as the Miami. Movie. Yeah, when he took his talents to South Beach, oh, it man. was. Uh, but yeah, was, at least you see. So that that whole move, he knew, Bosch and Wade, and we're going over there. This this LA move. Yeah, it's you a know they're different. making moves after him. Yeah, they they picked up. He's the bait. Come play with LeBron. Yeah, it still it still leaves some room for other acquisitions, but you know the guys they did pick up, they picked up Lance Stevenson. They got him on a one year deal, kind of like his nemesis from Indiana. Um, but how like that that means hilarious, you know, just watching him blow in his ear. Yeah, I mean, what, what, how are they going to do but that? He's on a the soldier, court now? Lance Stevenson. He's a beast. He's going to be that you know he's your your junkyard dog. Yeah, he he and he, he can score. He's not a bad scorer. No, I like he's him. decent. He he he's definitely decent. I mean, they're still gonna they still retained Kuzma, and they still got Ingram left over. Uh, the move I was kind of you know pondering was the uh, Rajon Rondo pickup. They they only signed him for a year, but. You get another point guard that's not a great shooter because Lonzo's not a great shooter. He's got that funky delivery. I mean, they both can distribute the ball, but in a LeBron James offense, who handles the ball? LeBron James. But he doesn't want that. He wants to be a different position type guy. He wants to work himself down in the post and then get the ball and dish off of that. But I, I don't think he wants to be He's too- like a setup guy. You know, he, He's a guy that creates off the dribble. And he makes things happen from from the point position. He could do it all, but that's a lot to do because he doesn't take any rest. You know, and, and Luke Walton's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. You know, and, and, and building, I think LeBron wants to play a different system because what Cleveland workhorse them these last couple of seasons. Well, I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. Tyron Lue didn't really do anything in that system. It was the LeBron. Just keep him in. It was the LeBron James show. Yeah. You know, Tyron Lue is actually a coach now, and he's got to find his way. How bad is Cleveland going to be now? Uh, welcome to the cellar of the East. I mean, you still got J.R. Smith and Kevin Love, uh, Larry Nance Jr., and uh, Clarkson. You know, there's a few guys, but 
Let's let's just, let's just say the East is a toss up. Sell the franchise. Congratulations, Toronto. You don't have to play them in the playoffs right, anymore. Toronto might make it. They might make it, and then they'll get swept by but whoever makes Boston, it in the West. I, Boston's gonna is gonna crush the. The Boston's in heaven right now. Oh yeah, LeBron's gone. LeBron's gone. They're coming back. They should be He's, healthy. Philly's not going to be, you know. I mean, Philly, Philly, Philly's got talent. It's, but it's 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 Philly and Boston. Yeah, can they get over the hump? Can they can they make that next progression in terms of getting better? You know, they got guys. They've got they've got players that can you know that can perform just like they like Ben Simmons. They got Joel Embiid. Uh, they re-signed uh, J.J. Redick for another two-year deal. You always have to have a white outside perimeter shooter. Hey, and he's from Duke. Imagine that, right? Uh, Great fundamentals. Fundamentally sound. The yeah. dude can shoot the three ball. Uh, his defense has improved over the years. You know, he's kind of on the uh, in the twilight of his career, but the dudes can still play. He's a viable option for a starter or a six man. So. But these guys don't. So even with all that happening, you know, for both these teams, and I'm sure uh, Boston's going to make a move. The West is dominating. Dominating. I don't even see these guys winning a championship. I know a couple of the, the big guys. I, I think Coward is taking Boston for the whole ship, and I'm, that's a joke. Yeah. I like Coward, too. You love Coward. Coward. Coward's a great listen. I mean, anytime you get a chance to hear his show, it's it's good stuff. I mean, he brings up viable points, and, you know, he covers all bases. You know, he's a he is kind of a homer because he's a Boston-based guy originally. You know, mm-hmm. he's a Patriot fan and a Celtics fan. You know, he. I'm sure he's been through all the tough times and the good times and, you know, rode that ship out. Yeah. So I, I give it to him. But, yeah, but the West is is crazy. Another move um, the Lakers made, they picked up jo, uh, JaVale McGee. Yeah, the consummate. Shaq a fool. <laughs> the consummate journeyman. I mean, probably the guy that's been on Shaq and the Fool oh, he the is, most. He is, he he is Shaq and the Fool. He kept that, that, that series going. That segment is probably created just for him. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I've, since he's been a warrior, has he really? I think right when he came on, there was one or two that he made back to Shaq and the Fool. But he hasn't really been on there that much. He doesn't get that much PT. Well, you know, there's times, there, there's spurts where he plays a lot, and then he, he's unheard of. Like, he didn't play the first two rounds. But he's way effective that way. He is. Now, if, you, if he plays more than 12 minutes, he's going to be on Shaq and the Fool again. Oh, totally. And in L.A., oh, yeah, that's, Shaq has his radars oh, dude. ready. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's already segments pre-created for him. <laughs> oh, man, I feel bad for JaVale. But they made that move and opened up a roster spot on the Warriors. To lead right into the next acquisition, how about Golden State picking up Boogie Cousins on that one-year, $5 million deal? What, a steal. And this is where I talked about the, the fans you know, oh my God, the Warriors are so, they're picking up Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins has an Achilles injury that takes forever. They paid $5 million for him. They can't even use him for two-thirds of the season. Um, if he pans out, that's huge. If he doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. Right. At earliest, maybe January, February. Yeah. Right. And normally, it should be just the playoffs. But, and, and how much PT are you going to get? Now, is he, if, if he was 100%. Oh, it's dirty. He, it's, it's insane. But it, when Kobe, you know, a lot of people, you know, Achilles injuries are the most serious thing. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's just the injury that was worrisome about him. I think it was, you know, the attitude. You know, he kind of brings a lot of baggage. He's got that Detroit Piston bad boy persona. He is. He's we g- need, we, the Warriors, not we, I'm not part of the team. I'm a fan. But 
you need a you need a bad boy on your team. A, I'm a fan of the bad boy on the team. Exactly, but and we have Draymond. He's the type of bad boy that can go out and drop thirty on you, no problem. Right. I mean, he's a he's a twenty he's a twenty fifteen guy almost every night. Do you know? I wonder how much Javale's getting paid in L.A. More than five point five million. No, no, he signed for the league veteran minimum. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So he's getting shit to to go hang out in L.A. But hey, you know, to each his own. But you know what? Uh, you were talking about the bad boy coming to a championship team really reminds me of like the Patriots picking up LeGarrette Blunt or Randy Moss. And you have these bad boys coming to a franchise that is all about winning and, you know, checking attitude and becoming a good professional. Yeah. You know, pick it, him coming to the and the whole team was OK with him coming. Yeah. You know, it's the Warriors don't make a move without making sure players aren't OK with it. Yeah, and there was um, if if you've watched any clips lately, you know they're showing um, there's a little beef between KD and uh, Boogie back in his OKC days, even a word last year. Yeah, they went at it, um, and they that, both got ejected that game. I think so, and you know that just goes to show you the kind of attitude he's got, and that's where I think what hurt him the most in free agency for for Boogie. Um, there was a lot of teams out there with a lot of money to spend that passed on him, even for a one-year deal. Well, Boogie wanted to go. To, he wanted to be a Laker too. He thought he was an in, and they and they turned him down. And so there's a little bit of uh, animosity, spitefulness, animosity. And he's like, okay, then I'll be a warrior. I yeah. love watching that video of him throwing up the dubs. Oh yeah, when he's on the phone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The minute he knew he was a warrior, I think that was the caption. I mean, and just staying in the West. You know, you're moving moving across the state. You go over to Arizona. Arizona signed Trevor Ariza for a one-year deal. They stole him from the Rockets, $14 million for one year. Uh, big pickup. Way to stay valuable for so long. Right? I mean, UCLA alum coming out. He's been in, what, like 10, 12 years? Well, he won championships with Kobe as a young shooter. Yeah. When the, the last two that he won. Okay, so. And he hit some clutch threes in those series. Yeah. He, he helped win a couple games. Um. But yeah, he got assigned to Houston right after that. Yeah, and then he kind of, you know, faded he, a little bit. But he was he was kind of the leader on the team until they made the big moves with James Harden and and Chris Paul. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, him him going to to Phoenix and then uh, just to go back to the alleged rookie of the year from the last segment, <laughs> Devin Booker, who was not the rookie of the year. Max Deal though, right? Uh, he's in the middle. He's almost. They're, they're in. They're in final negotiations for a max deal. I want to say upwards of 135 million for five years. Good for him. Yeah, getting paid. Like they they showed his numbers and he's increased all his viable stats each of his first three years in the organization. So you know, good for you going out and getting paid. Uh, who else is getting paid? Chris Paul's getting paid. Chris Paul signed a four-year, 160 million dollar deal. I mean, about time. You know, the dude deserves it. Look what happened. He wasn't in. Their team didn't win. Yeah. I mean, you give James Harden all the money you want, but in the end, what happened? Everyone says if he played those last games with the Warriors, it's over. It could have been different. It It, could have been different. Absolutely. But, you know. And he was playing probably the best Chris Paul I've seen. Oh, yeah. You know? He he is a dirty little bastard. You know, he he gets... (laughs) He gets he gets in more scuffles and starts more shit than any player. Oh, and you know he tries to play this nice guy role and you know his State Farm commercials. He's this goober looking guy, but oh. he is talking more shit than he's, mo- in it. he's a competitor. Yeah, he. I, I, I'm more impressed with him lately than I was when he was a Clipper. Yeah, I miss when he was with uh, New Orleans. 
Yeah, uh, he, that's kind of forgettable because it seems like such a long time. Oh, ago. remember the when he was breaking the re- record for steals? Yeah, that was impressive. That and was. so that kind of brings me back in traditional point guard. He's probably the best, and you know, there's been a long time. People, you know, well, the true point guard is kind of a a dying breed, in my opinion. You know, you got he's ball- adapting. Yeah, you have to. I mean, because you can't just be a facilitator as a point guard anymore. You're expected to score, and yeah. he can score. He can get to the rim. His mid-range to long jump shot has gotten a lot better. And he plays tough D. Yeah, he does. So, I mean, and he's it doesn't matter who he's matched up against. You know, it's a lot more you could say than James Harden, who has the worst highlight film on defense ever. Oh, yeah. Where he just gives it up. I mean, you can have an entire segment on James Harden, how to not play defense. Right. It's like... Dude, what are you doing? Uh, another Max deal out there is uh, I, he's got to be uh, Croatian. I was going to say Serbian. He had the itch. Well, I think you could go either way, Croatian or Serbian. And then, But Nikola. Nikola, that, that could Nikola be. Nikola Djokic. Yeah, yeah, with the Nuggets. Signed a Max deal, I want to say 138. 148. Oh, 148. I'm Five sorry. year. Five year, 148 million. Doing big things. You know? NBA money so nice. It's ridiculous. They showed, uh, I saw a, a comparison of the top 10 NFL quarterbacks and then the top five NBA, uh, NBA players. Oh, I think it was four NBA players. Four or five. The NBA has become a powerhouse. Yeah, it was. I want to say the total salary was, it was equal to $500 million, And on that $500 million counted the 10 top quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, what's that? A- a primetime quarterback is getting 100 20, million. 100 million. No, no, a year though. Per year, probably 20, 20 to 22. Right. It's right in there. And you get a guy like Chris Paul making 40 million a year. Boom. For four years. And baseball money would be second. Yeah, oh, baseball money, definitely. Baseball money is that long money. You know, you're signing that seven plus year deal for like 200 to 250. Now, European League soccer money is pretty good, too. Yeah, that's that's. But the NFL, comparable. you're not getting paid much. Well, you know, less games. You got a great union, though. Yeah, you, you should because it's not guaranteed. Like, guaranteed money in the NFL is not like oh, any other sport. it's not guaranteed. It's not. You, you sign for $150 million with 40 guaranteed. They could cut you the next day, and you're missing out on 110. Uh, another guy who got a big... Uh, Signed was DeAndre Jordan. Oh, yeah. Let's not let's not forget about the other part of Lob City. He's finally a Maverick. Yeah. How, how, how long in the making has that been? Oh, I don't know. But do you remember how dramatic that was when was Chris Ball and Blake Griffin were trying to keep him a Clipper and they're fighting with Mark Cuban? They should have just been like, here, take this take bum. Him. He's Guys, not a bum, but he's a fucking bum. <laughs> a bum. You know why? He shoots less than 40% from the free throw line, and I'm sure his shooting percentage outside six feet is about the same. He's a big boy, man. He, he's big. He can throw it down with the best of them, but he's got zero to no post game. Like, develop a move, dude. How about a little jump hook? How about something to make you a viable option in the post? You can't be catching alley-oops your whole fucking career. That's just not going to fly. No, man, but, uh, yeah, they finally got him, so he's, he's- going to the Mavericks. And is Dirk still going to play? He's what is he like a hundred? Who knows? Well, you know what's another thing that was uh, interesting, especially when LeBron moved to the West, is that there's still seven active MVPs in the league, and all seven play in the Western Conference. Oh yeah, I mean, they'd have to. You have to be an MVP to play in the West, right? I mean, yeah. Okay, great. You're the MVP, and you're in the East, so you're making it to the finals. 
because the East is that bad. Let's go with a prediction, Sean. Get your 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 magic ball out. Uh, Can you predict next year's MVP? Next year's MVP? Call it. Right now, next year's MVP. It's going to be either one of the guards from Boston, Kyrie or Gordon, because they've got a lot to prove, making a comeback, or you know, keeping it in California. It's going to be KD or LeBron. I mean... You, you got to keep LeBron in the mix. You, you just have to. And I, I know he's playing tougher comp in the West, but... He'll, he'll, they'll use him better. They'll, they'll find a way I think. to keep him like viable when try to minimize the workload. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make that prediction. That's just on you, so oh. I can't be wrong. Oh, cool. Thanks. So, yeah. Right under the bus, fucker. Not a no, problem. No big deal. Okay with me. Uh, another little rumor to be out there, especially with the Lakers making all their moves and still free agency going on, Damian Lillard. Uh, I didn't hear that. It's recent. Like, you know. how recent? Uh, tonight recent? Yeah, tonight. It's not on Espen. It's not on NBA. People are predicting. Well, our guy Coward saying it. Oh, he is? Yes, he is. I, I haven't caught him in a few days. He's, he's you know, and he's up for it too. There's uh, other guys like Kemba Walker. Um, I don't know, you know, there's a couple other guys that are still in the mix. Uh, Jimmy Butler, where's he going to go? Uh, Jimmy Butler's next year, though. Jimmy Butler's on oh, that 2009. The, the next year talk is huge, too. That That is big. I mean, the number one the number one uh, free agent still this year, I think, is uh, Capella. Clint Capella from the Rockets. They're still, like, in limbo on where he's going to wind up and, you know, does he resign? Because if he leaves the Rockets, that's going to be detrimental to them, in my opinion. Well, in my book, I think it's Clay. Clay Thompson might become a Laker. This year? No, after next year. The next year talk. Oh, so we're moving to next year? Well, that's what we're talking about. Well, I was talking about well, Clint Capella, Capella for this year. Well, next year. All right, so let's move to next year. Next yeah. year, you got, you've got... Um, Clay Thompson, but Clay like Thompson, said. and then his dad—he's the announcer for the Lakers. Okay, Magic's in his dad's ear all the time. Oh, I'm sure. And doesn't want the highlight, you know. Doesn't need to be the main guy on the team. If he goes to LA, it, it makes a difference. He for fits sure. in nice. Yeah, you got the to any team. Yeah, you got you got Clay. You still got Demarcus Cousins, you know, because it's only a one year deal. Uh, the the Anthony Davis rumors. Anthony, well, that he might be a warrior too. Yeah, they they're talking about that. Jeez. So it's people want to come to the Bay. They just want to they want to come to California and not Sacramento. What a bad place. Nobody wants to play there. You go to die in Sacramento. Oh. Poor Marvin Bagley. Someone tried to tell me that Sacramento was a nice place. They're like, oh, it's the state capital. I had a. I just laughed at them. Yeah, come on, it's Sacramento. Let's yeah. get serious. They haven't been good since the nineties. That was and that's the, that's their highlight. Yeah, dude. Remember King, when the state King, was Kings, there, no Kings one, Lakers? No one was a Warriors fan. No, don't get, I, there was. Don't get me wrong. There was Warriors fans, uh, but they were the bottom feeders. Right. You had to pick. Yeah, you were between King. the two, and those, that was a fierce rivalry. And if you said you were a Clipper fan, you were full of it was shit. A, oh, they were the worst. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who was worse, the Warriors or the Clippers. It was kind of a toss up for the shittiest oh, team yeah. in the state. And it was definitely the Clippers. It had to be. Yeah, it had to be. But yeah, the two year deals. Uh, so Capella. Draymond's up next year too. Yeah, so we'll see what they do, and it, it's all a big mix up, and people are trying to put it together. But Magic is in the mix, and he's got his fingers in everything. And 
Is that is that creep you out a little bit? <laughs> He's got big hands, massive hands. Oh, magic! Uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk too much about Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio because it's a kind of a joke to me. Um, that there's a a lot of just nonsense. You know, there's yeah. there's no legitimate offers. They're they're asking for the farm. You know, either. Uh, Boston, or no, I'm sorry, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No, and Boston too. Yeah, Philadelphia like was in talks with them about acquiring Kawhi, but uh, you know San Antonio wanted one of the big three, one or two of the big. Yeah, they three. want two. They they want Ben Simmons and Bead or Markel Fultz, and right now Philly apparently isn't willing to part with either of those three guys, any of those three yeah. guys. And same thing with Boston. They want Kyrie and. Uh... Tatum, yeah, you're and, not and, 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 oh Boston. Well, and again from one of the main sports announcers, they said you know with the inside scoop. I don't have inside scoops. I listen to these guys. Yeah, they give me the scoop. You you want you want hard facts. You listen to those guys. You want some but good they commentary. Boston's not going to get rid of those guys, no, no matter what. Why would you? Right. You know why? Why decimate what you built for a guy who's you're in the lead gonna, in the East right now? Yeah. Why would you get rid of your two main guys? Exactly. And for a guy who probably is only going to stay for a year, because once his contract's up, he he's made mention he wants to move west. Jeez. Uh, so you know you're you're looking at that. It's it's a bunch a bunch of smoke and mirrors going on right now with all that with the Kawhi. I mean, do I think he moves this year? Probably not. I think they're going to hold on to him, and he's going to stick it he's out. Gonna, wait, yeah, how good is he going to be? So he could be valuable, or do you think he just sad pandas it? And becomes nothing. I don't think he can personally go in the shit tank because I think that hurts his value for the open market. Um, but yeah, you hey. know that's that's another story for another time. Um, well, that's free agency so far. Yeah, and it's only been a few days, so pretty be, exciting though. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it's you know the whole LeBron move is yeah that that takes up one month. of the biggest free agency seasons ever. Yeah, if not the most. It, well, the biggest the biggest player move in terms of names, right. as as the time permits, right now. Um, so let's get off. Let's let's move away from the free agency for a little bit. Um, we're gonna go into our blitz period. Uh, I'm gonna be asking Paulo a question again, and I'm gonna keep it a little more current this time. Uh, we're gonna keep it relevant to what's going on in the sports world. I'm gonna give you a little bit more time this time because it's a little harder. Is there a lot of answers? Uh, there's multiple answers. And I'm going to test your knowledge. I'm going to give you a minute this time. Golly. Yeah. And if you, if we get a lot of dead air from you on that side, we'll cut it short. It's been a long 4th of July day today. Uh, I know. You worked last night. You got zero sleep. You had the 4th of July parade. Sat in the pool all day. I mean, it was real tough. It's, oh. Real tough. I know you're tired. The chlorine was like seeping into my, to my brain. <laughs> well, we'll see if that helps you. All right. Give it to me. All right. Question for day. Who were the last four Golden Boot winners of the World Cup, and how many goals did they oh, score? stink, Sean. We're going from 2014 all the way to 2002. And for you that don't know, the Golden Boot Award most is goals. most goals in the World Cup. Uh, Tick-tock. I, I, can't, I don't even need a minute. I can't even think of one name. <laughs> Not one name? Oh, boy. Total blank. God, there was, uh, was the Colombian kid, James. Last year's, I mean, uh, four years ago. Very good. Uh, oh, I give, got one. I'll give him that. James okay. Rodriguez for Columbia. Do you know how many goals he scored? Uh, five. Uh, six. Oh, one off. All right. So Paulo got half of one. Okay. Uh, 
Before that, we're talking Africa, right? South Africa or South Africa, Joburg. Who did good in that tournament? <laughs> and time. That's a minute. Okay. All right. Give, I got one. Yeah, Paulo got the most current. James Rodriguez out of Columbia scored six. In 2010, there was five players all tied with five goals. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Four players. Four Shh. players. Diego Forlan from Uruguay. Uh, Thomas Mueller from Germany. Wesley... It's Mueller. Mueller. Okay. Wesley Schneider from the Netherlands. Schneider. And David Villa of Spain. All oh. scored five in the 2010 World Cup. And then uh, you take it back to 2006. Miroslav Klose. Wow. From, from the Germans. He scored five. And then in 2002, taking it back to uh, Ronaldo from Brazil, he scored eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, so That's really good. Yeah, that's real good. So that's the, uh, that's the blitz period for today. Uh, Paulo did much better the last time. So obviously soccer is not his bag. <laughs> you know, for how important soccer was in my life as a youth, you know, I grew up playing soccer as my first sport. My father was a pretty legitimate soccer player coming out of Peru. My uncles are legends, you know. Yeah, they, they played in World they, Cup. They, they played in the World they Cup in national in team, right? National team. You know, there's songs written about them. It, no joke. So what happened to you? Uh, I was built like my mom. <laughs> but we love Patty. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> Patty, it, her defense game. She. This is the most support I've ever gotten from my mom. Oh, she's no, throwing us some love in the comments. Uh, She's face- defending me. Oh, totally. You know the, the Facebook, the golf swing. Oh, oh her man. social media game is on point. She is her emojis. Oh, she is all about that right if now. If you guys look on our Instagram or our Facebook, you know, I'm funny sometimes. People make fun of me, and I'm okay with it. Like I said, we got thick skin here. Yeah. Um, but if someone says something kind of offensive to her boy, this, <laughs> oh. is, the, this is the first time too. She's never. The claws came out. Yeah, the claws came out from Patty. She. <laughs> She compared me to the Proving Soccer team? Yeah. With my golf swing? <laughs> Definitely. And then what was the last one? Um, oh, she left a comment on our... on our Because uh, we, we posed a question about what El Tree meant. Oh, and, right. you know, shout out to uh, Mike the Dozer Fonseca for uh, hitting us back, giving us the update and what Dude, it represents. described it per, like a Wikipedia oh, totally. definition. Yeah, it was uh, well thought out. Uh, he'll be our fan shout out for comment Alpha this week. Big ups to Mike. Yeah, he's working that uh, graveyard Alpo train. You know, sucking it up, working 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. No EOs. That guy, I, you know, I have a lot of uh, energy, but when that guy's feeling it, what's it like? He's like, do work. No, he'll come to a, he'll come to a table, and there'll be people sleeping. It's the wee hours of the morning, and he'll come in and go. Not time to sleep. It's time to work. <laughs> and if he kills a game, you're getting two claps on a Ric Flair and everybody's Absolutely. hearing it. I will hear a big woo. And you know a game just went dead. Yes. And everybody's saying, thank you, Mike. Let's close that shit. That's my boy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, big ups to him, you know. And uh, for everyone else out there, if you want to say something, just leave us a comment. We, give us a rating. Subscribe, you know. We Tell appre- a friend. We appreciate it. Yeah, we, we you know. If if you're liking this, you know, it's new for us still, and, and we're trying to build a fan base, you know, tell a friend, you know, someone that you think that might be into us, and uh, 
Let's keep it going. Yeah, you know, we're you not going to stop this for a while, and so we're having a good time. You know, talking. You know, bullshitting, keeping it real, not super fact based, but you know, giving our opinions. You're going to listen to us for the comedic relief, not our our fact checking. Yeah. So big ups to my mom and Mike. Yeah. There we go. There's our fan shout outs for the week. Um, I got a new segment idea for for our, this show. Uh, you know, one of my buddies were watching the game. And the soccer game, World Cup, and he only, and he's a white guy, speaks one language. He goes, I watch the soccer games on the Spanish channel. You have to. It's way more exciting. Oh, the, com- announcing. the commentators are way more into it, way more energetic, and it just sounds better. Right. And so the new segment is called You Call It. All right. And so what I'm going to do here is I got... One of the goals from the Japan-Belgium game, the third goal, the winning goal, and our buddy Foy here is going to call it play-by-play, okay? Um, You know, it was a a full-field play, starting with the keeper, all right? It's maybe a a 10-second play, and Sean's going to give us the excitement. I'm so nervous right now. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a total shit show. Who's one of your favorite play-by-play announcers? Uh, Harry Doyle from uh, from Major League would be that's my a, that's fictitious. Not a re- okay, uh, my f- uh, it would have to be Jerry Remy. He's the play-by-play guy for the Boston Red Sox, and then uh, Hawk Harrelson for the Chicago White Sox. Two baseball guys, you know. Who's the guy who does all the voices for the Simpsons? Randy, don't know who I'm talking about. He has the show on. I don't know if it's Showtime or anything, but he's a like a minor league baseball. It's like Do, uh, Domeyer or something. I forget the. Oh, uh, it's you know, I can see his face. Oh fuck! What is that called? Is his last his name Brockmeyer? Brockmeyer. Right? Brockmeyer. Brock, that Brockmeyer show. Yeah. So make you know these announcers got a good one, and so I want my buddy Foy to be the next in line, and he wants I want him to be in the conversation. Oh Christ! All right. All right. So short segment. All right. I want the excitement, Sean. Just a bit outside. Here we go. Oh, you didn't rewind I it. Did, I didn't rewind it. You didn't and rewind I put the it. volume up a little you did. bit. So hold on. We're, you know, we're trying to find it. I got to turn the volume down because. Uh, well, you know, and for me, I'm a, for baseball guys are the best. Totally. You know, and uh, Coop and Cripe in the Bay Area. I listen to them. They're great. I remember what, you know, being in traffic on the 101 or the 85. And listening to the baseball games and just being hyped in the car, so that's those, those are my guys. Yeah, you know, I don't. All am right. I biased because of the Bay Area? Yeah, totally. All right, we, did I give you enough time? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've I've got it. I've got it set. Bring I'm... the heat. <sighs> deep breath. Deep breath. Don't fuck this up. All right, here we go. Japan with the corner sends it in. Keeper Courtois gets it. Sends it out down the middle. It's carried by De Bruyne, untouched. The, Japan, the Japanese are retreating faster than World War II. Sends it, crosses it past Lakuka into the back of the net, and it is Nasser Charlie with the goal! Ah. The crowd is erupting. In the wee end of stoppage time, Nasser Charlie puts it in the back of the net, and the anguish on the Japanese fans. <laughs> Tears everywhere. Somebody get these people a tissue. I mean, oh my God. The stadium, half 
Half the stadium is in elation. The other half is in utter despair. The pain. Four years down the fucking drain because you can't play defense. Oh, God. What a heartbreaker for Japan. And cut. Wow. I am impressed. That was way more. How many adjectives and verbs did you use? I don't know. There was like three similes. Really? Oh, yeah. That was really good. I should have had a thesaurus out. You should have. Wow. The adrenaline's kind of rushing putting on the spot like that. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little uh, little nervous. So I'm going to see if, Randy, we could blend the play with the call. And we're going to post that. That was actually really good. You think so? I thought so. I thought, yeah, I'd listen to you. Oh, man. I am smiling so much I was nervous. I I was seriously nervous. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think I handled it. I handled myself well, oh. and I only dropped one swear word on national television. So I'm not going to get fired. No, I might get a reprimand, but I'm yeah, not. Well, there's get fired. that. You know, if I think a lot of the national t- TV places too, or like, have you seen? Uh, I think it was a, uh, the KD show, Zone Twenty One. They actually have a, a curse button, and it'll just bleep them out. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Something I'm really excited about with this podcast that we don't have to really. Watch our language, but we're not too bad. Yeah, you know, we, we try to keep it semi-family friendly. Yeah, so, you know, and we're coaches. Yeah. All right, do you, high school. Yeah. You know, you got some young adults. Yeah. Or, or men, or young men about to, to go into adulthood. How much do you cuss in front of these kids? Uh, cussing at them, there's no cussing at not them. Not at them. There's no cussing at them. But in the heat of the moment, there's definitely some things flying around. You know, just are you more mood. of a game or practice cursor? It depends. It depends on how things are going. You know, if things are going well in practice, it's you know if somebody makes a good play. So, yeah. what? Tell me your best rip of a player, referee, or another coach. Oh, this, the best referee rip of all time. Uh, we stole a segment from the Ben Show, the football oh. coach from the Ben Show. We had an Asian referee one time, and he made a terrible call. If you've ever seen the football coach Ben show, I highly suggest you watch it on YouTube. I found YouTube. it, and I showed it with all our friends. Oh, the funniest thing! It well, if you're into racist rants, yes, you have to. You know, it, it's it's PG ish. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not terrible. It's not. <laughs> there, there's no. <laughs> I mean, is it is it derogatory? Yeah, you could say that. But is it funny? Hell yeah, it's funny. Um, but there's a segment where there's an Asian kid he's talking to, and he just screams sushi egg roll because the kid can't catch. And if you watch the clip, you'll understand what I'm saying. I, I can't do it and justice. You know, that's, that's the funniest stuff is it's not, you didn't even curse. No. And I had a coach I used to work with, uh, Wally Funk. He's a OC now at Butte Junior College. This guy is the man. No neck. Looks like a old school power lifter, mm-hmm. but he's the man. And he used to say shaky pizza and he yelled at like Italian referees. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, okay. And he never cursed. He was, he had great like sideline demeanor. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of the, the those are the, the, the jabs that I love the most. Um, but no, yeah, we watch our language. We're pretty good with it. Yeah. You do, you do your best. You know, it's, you're not, you're not dropping F bombs every other word. You know, but there's definitely there's definitely in the heat of the moment some things flying out. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. So that's gonna end that segment, and you know we're gonna touch on the World Cup a little bit because you know the first round of the knockout stage has been completed. There were some great games, and we're gonna cover it a little bit, and we're also gonna cover 
the um, the art of the flop as presented by Neymar from Brazil. Well, what's your take? My take on was he over dramatic? Yes. Uh, Does it hurt? Have you ever been cleated on the front of the shin? Isn't that what you wear shin guards for? Uh, well, you don't. You know the shin guards aren't big pads. Uh, they they it's a little piece of plastic, and you wear them really high or really low. And Neymar, it didn't look like he got stepped on the shin guard. Well. I, you know, for someone who's had a, a front shin injury. <laughs> oh, your massive hematoma? That was great. Oh, my indoor gosh. Indoor soccer. And was, no, it wasn't even indoor. It was outdoor soccer. Oh, that's right. It was a pickup Thursday game. Oh. Yeah. But my my take, you're whining like a little bitch. Get up. Did you see the, the video where he's rolling? Oh, the Limp Biscuit <laughs> soundbite? Oh, dude, that's great. It's a good one. Like, just rolling through everything, like car crashes, crying. I mean. Hey, but, you know, you got to give Neymar. Who didn't do it? Oh, Who dude. doesn't? Hey, with that VAR, they're going to stop doing it. It it works great. They're they're talking about potentially having no referees and just strictly video. Well, there's only one referee out there. There's three sideline judges. Well, those guys only call they wear the flags. They wear yeah, the flags. They're worthless. You got one guy that's got to run the whole field and those other lazy bastards just kind of jogging the sideline. Whether or not they put the flag up for offsides or not, they don't make any fucking calls. Yeah. The guy in the middle's got to deal with all the bullshit, all these fucking whiny players coming up to him. Like, oh, all up in arms because... You could, soccer is the one game where if you're a player, you could get up in the official's face. Oh, uh, There was one ref that was like, looked like he was motherfucking people. Oh, dude, like, he, they... don't, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Hand on a card, ready to pull it. Don't oh, fucking yeah. talk to me. Don't come up to me. Don't touch me. And... I want to know how they get past the language barrier. Oh, I, right. That's always the crews are always from a different country. Yeah, and I'm like they're not speaking Spanish. What are they saying? Yeah, so that that's that's another thing. You know, are you are, is it on the referees to learn a couple basic words from the other two countries, or is it on the players? Like, hey, our crew is freaking German. Um, I want to pick up my German curse words. Yeah, I I, I think that's something you got to meet in the middle on. <laughs> you know. Or do they just all cuss in English? Probably. You know, I, I thought I saw Cristiano at the end of the, because the, they, they lost at the end. But it, it looked like he dropped a hard F-bomb. Probably. It's, I was like, oh, he went for it hard. I don't know any Portuguese words that start with an F. So Yeah, if I was a ref and I'm watching Neymar roll on the ground, I'm dropping hard Fs. <laughs> Get the fuck up. Hey, at least he's still in the tournament. Yeah, I mean. And I'm on their bandwagon. Brazil's looking good to me. I'm, I'm, I'm still good. I'm hey, rolling. that fool needs to invest in Kleenex. That dude cries more than any fucking person Stop. I've seen. You, he's a great player. He's a, great, he's a great player. He is the man. He's a great player. Stop fucking whining. Get no, off get, the ground. It's Stop soccer. flopping. I'm good with him. He's my, he's on my, I'm on his wagon. Yeah, so. you're on the wagon for sure. That's right. But yeah, Cristiano's out. Messi's out. All the big dogs. Big, big upsets. Well, Neymar's a big dog. Well, he's the next big one. Yeah, he's. You can't name anyone else. Uh yeah, uh La Cuckoo. <laughs> no. La Exactly. Okay. Exactly. The so. Belgian right winger. <laughs> La Cuckoo. La Kaku. That's his name. La Kaku. We've been talking about him for three episodes and we cannot get his name hey, right. You know, Alexi Lawless came up with an acronym for him. Will, where is Lakaku? <laughs> that and that's what they said. Oh, you Alexi gotta Lala. find you gotta find that guy. I Dude. love how Alexi Lawless and Tony Miola, which are some of the first American soccer players when uh the World Cup was in the United States, are still like in the media doing it. Look at Alexi Lawless's career numbers. They're kind of garbage. Oh, God. I mean. But he kind of helped bring. Soccer. Right. You know, he, I think he was played for the revolution when the MLS first started and he was like the main guy. Yeah. And his red hair. Flowing red locks. 
He's probably on the list for most popular ginger athletes in U.S. history. Uh, I smell another list coming. Uh, well, I, I make ginger lists. All the you know, we got one for my favorite redheaded girls. Yeah, redheaded ginger athletes. Uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's on there. We got um, Alexi Lawless. And I don't know where else I'm gonna go from there. It's not really. It's not. It's not a. It's not time appropriate right now. But we'll figure no. something out well, for that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. If you have a, a nominee for the redheaded athlete list, uh, drop it in our comments. Exactly. Let's uh, let's move into this first round of knockout. So tomorrow we have Uruguay playing France. Uh, you make a pick, Sean. Who you got? Uh, I think France is young. Everybody, everybody's talking about how talented they are, but. You know, I think Uruguay coming off the big upset of Portugal. Uh, you know, they're they're playing well. Uh, Sanchez hasn't bitten anybody this tournament. No, um, he's been he's behaving himself. He, he, I think I think so. I mean, I think they got the Tyson rule out on him. I mean, one <laughs> bite and he's done. Right. So yeah, I also have Uruguay winning this game against France. I think it's uh, they're be a good close. tournament team. They're playing better. I think it's going to be close. I don't, I, you know, a lot of people were hyped on the, the France, their their last win against Argentina. Argentina shit the bed. Oh, yeah. They, Argentina lost. France didn't win. Yeah. I mean, Argentina just, they, yeah, they scored some goals in that game, but. It got exciting. I'm not going to lie. It was a there pretty was, exciting game. That 3 4 game. There was no defense played. It was, it was like, okay, you know, Argentina's putting it out there. But France, to me, hasn't looked like superior in any of their group games. You know, they. They beat Peru one nothing, and Peru had that was probably their best game. Peru had opportunities to get that game right. tied up or take the lead if they could have capitalized on some situations, and then uh, they lost to uh, Denmark, Denmark, and we also had Australia. Yeah, so they smashed on Australia, and they tied against Denmark. Yeah, I so no, I wasn't that impressed in the group stages, you know. And again, Argentina didn't play too well. Now. Is there an opportunity for them to play well? Do they have the talent? They got some Mbappe. Yeah, he, he's talent. good. He's he he he's got some talent, but the whole team as a whole. I I I hope you know. I haven't seen it, so Uruguay is my team. Um, also, tomorrow we got Brazil, Belgium. Big game. Big game. You know me. That Brazil. Bra- that Brazil bandwagon. Oh yeah, I'm on it. It is fun. Oh yeah, Paulo's in Carnival every time they come on the TV. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, you you watch you watch Brazil play Mexico. Let's let's be honest here. Um, there was a lot of support for Mexico in this tournament. You know, they they had hype. They had a lot of hype, but you know, Mexico kind of blew their wad when they beat Germany. It's what they do. Well, oh yeah, they did. And they, they lost that second. Group stage well, no, they game. lost their last group stage against and Sweden. That should have been a win. Well, they got smashed on by Sweden. Sweden yeah. beat them like three nothing. So I think they lost a little bit of momentum uh, going into that game. And um, let's be serious: Brazil was never really threatened by Mexico in that no, game. No, I watching Brazil play. You know, even with the flop and the wine, and they control the game they, so much better. They were and Messi, uh, not Messi, freaking Neymar. Is more of like a facilitator. Yeah, he is dropping some amazing assists. Yeah, he's moving the ball. He's a threat. Um, just looking good. Like I said, he's controlling the game. It's you know he. It reminds me of a good basketball point guard. Yeah, you know he's just controlling the game. He's distributing the ball well. He's 
He's playing great. Yeah, um, Mexico on... didn't really have a shot in that game. No, but, that crushed a lot of hopes for a lot of people. But Belgium's been playing really good. But I mean, that to me, that game, that game goes either way. You know, if Belgium comes out and play like they did against um, Japan, I think they lose. But if they come out like they played in any of their group stage games, I think it's it's a one goal game or it goes to penalty kicks. Yeah, they got a nice break though too. So you know. They yeah. two three I mean a three four day break yeah they'll be well rested mm-hmm. and then uh, we got the host team Russia going against Croatia the the under the underdog of the tournament would be the Russian team nobody really th- you thought they'd make it out of the knockout round especially against Spain the uh, number three team in the world yeah the number two team in the world they're up there they're, they're they're highly ranked all the time you know but I wonder what when if there's ever been a host team that's won the World Cup we we'll have to Google that yeah. Somebody, I'm not really good at Googling. Yeah. Yeah. Facts aren't your thing. No. But it's a good uh, question. Good question. Yeah. If, you, if you're listening to this, uh, fact check us and uh, find out the last time a host nation won a World Cup. Yeah. And Croatia's playing well, too. So Yeah. They got, um, they've got, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, number 10, uh, Mod, uh, Modric. Modric. Oh, I was right with that. Modric. Luka Modric is his name. He plays with Ronaldo or Messi. He plays with Ronaldo on Real Madrid. Yeah, so he's got big time experience. Is it Real Madrid? I don't know. I'm just gonna go with it. I always kind of. I don't know if people have noticed. If you say something, I disagree. It's it's Barcelona or Real Madrid. One, one of those two. He plays with Ronaldo or Messi. The guy's won Premier League titles. I mean, the dude can play. He's he's a facilitator like Neymar. You know, his one touch passing is really good. Uh, he creates opportunity for other players. Um, look for look for Croatia in that game. To, is that who you got? I, I'm going with Croatia. They're pretty much the Italian team. You know, they're real close to Italy. That's you know, Italy didn't really make it, so I think they're all going for Croatia. Um, and now that because of ancestry.com, <laughs> with Paulo's 48 percent Italian heritage, right? Um, I think I think Russia's made a good statement in this World Cup. Well, they're they're my first uh, starting lineup, so I'm going to go with Russia. Yeah, host team. Uh, I I think they run out of juice in this game. I don't know when you. I'd like to see them win. And then uh, you got the battle of the S's: the Sweden team and the Switzerland team. Uh, yeah, the Sweden and England, John. Well, no, that was the knockout. The, the winner of that game went. Oh, oh, oh! Right, went right, to right. the quarters. Um, Sweden came out and handled Switzerland. You know, one nothing. Looked solid. Um, mid mid round uh, mid game goal. Put it away. Played some good defense. Um, they're they're going up against uh, England, who beat Colombia in the first round on PKs. Um, that that was an exciting ending. It was. I love watching the crowns in England just get hyped after they make that penalty. Um, they had there was opportunity in that game. Um, Colombia came out, made the first three penalty kicks, and then uh, England England missed one, and then. The goalie for England came out and stopped two in a row. I wonder if this is the record for a World Cup tournament with most missed penalty kicks. There's been uh, a lot. Um, I saw I saw the number on that. There has been 27 penalty kicks and 20 converted. Seven missed. Yeah, that's that's a good amount. Yeah. So you got England playing Sweden, and I think uh, as much as I want to, I think England's going to take that game. Uh, you know, being 4th of July, I'm going to go, well, the day after 4th of July, I'm going to go against England. I'm going to go with the Swedes. 
Oh, you're taking the Swedes, Yeah, I'm going to huh? go with Sweden, you know? I can't be celebrating the 4th of July and be like, you know what? Let's go Redcoats. No, I'm against them. Let's go Sweden. Hmm. All right, so new uh, new information brought to our attention. Italy, host nation, 1934, won it. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Uruguay in 1930. Uh, Argentina in 1978. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, ooh. that's the year that Peru almost won it that year. Oh, was it? Uh, I think we lost in the semis. Bummer. England, 1966. West Germany. And then France in 98. Is that the Zidane headbutt year? Oh, yes. I remember. I should have known that one. Uh, no, France lost that game. Oh, who they lose to? Italy? Italy, yeah. Oh. Come on, man. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that's our soccer update for the week. Uh, enjoy your World Cup. You know, this weekend, I love uh, Friday-Saturday games. Makes it a lot easier to watch than that Tuesday morning. Oh, yeah. That's brutal. Oh. But, uh, and in Russia, they're play, you know, you're watching 11 o'clock game in the afternoon, you know, or right before noon, and you're thinking, oh, but they're playing night games. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hot, cool. and oh. it's humid, um, but, but yeah. Well, it changes up there. From the earlier games, you know, 5 o'clock for us or 6 o'clock, it's, it's warm for them, but the later game, the 11 o'clock game, I've heard it's getting pretty cold, a little chilly. Oh. You know, so hey. All, all your uh, sources over there in Russia? Yes. All my comrades. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is going on in sports? We got Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. Paulo, Paulo's reason to wear all white. Yes. It's, I, well, it's the first white out. You know, a lot of colleges out there, hey, let's all wear white and protein. We're going to give you all white. Wimbledon was the first white out. Kind of a fun party. Okay. And they're on grass. Hey, you going to get that grass, Dane? How, how, how much do you want it? You going to die for that ball? Absolutely. You, you know, know I, and if I was a Tide or a Shout company i'd be all about sponsoring this tournament right you gotta you gotta represent you know what a bad look at this whole country club <laughs> oh dude it's pinkies up all the way that that's oscar andrade to the t <laughs> dropping dropping the hard oscar roddy the oscar roddy coming out yeah um so just a quick wimbledon update you know not watching a lot of it because it's tennis but, uh, you know, the big dogs for the men are still alive. You got uh, Rafa still in the hunt. Are you a Rafa or a Roger guy? Roger. I'm Rod- a Rafa guy. Roger on grass all day. Oh, that's right. If, it, if it was the French, Rafa on, on clay. clay. Yeah. Rafa doesn't lose on clay. No. If you don't know who Rafa is, it's Rafael Nadal. He is the clay court master. Oh, yeah. And Did, did you see uh, the John Eisner freakout? He's an American tennis player. Yeah, he uh, he like motherfucked the side judge. <laughs> I don't know if he he's trying to argue against the computer, you know. Right? I mean, come on, dude. It's, it's, it's the proof's it's, in the pudding. Yeah. It's on the screen. It's on the screen. Everyone was like, "Oh, he was wrong," and then he's like, "I don't have to accept this." He he threw a hissy fit. Way to make us look bad, dude. Went, oh, so bad. I mean, come on. But I'd love these. You know, did he try to go John McEnroe? Uh, he, did he go full McEnroe? Was there no. a racket throw? I don't think he has I mean, it. McEnroe would have, yeah, like, found a real, you know, he's he would have been off the deep end real quick. Yeah, real quick. So that's the men's side. You know, I I don't know if uh, Djokovic is still in it. Oh, my wife loves Joik, Joik Djokovic. I think the nickname is Joik. She she calls him Joik. 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 It's a silent D, kind of like Django. <laughs> No, but he's cool. I think he's probably the most relaxed, chill tennis player mm-hmm. out there, you know. And he's a Serbian. Serb. 
Yeah, he's a Serb. So, and then you move over to the women's side, and you still got you still got Serena. Serena, she's got twenty three, going for twenty four, I think. Some somewhere under twenty five, between twenty and twenty five. Phenomenal. Like major tournament wins, and you know the last major she won, I think she was like five months pregnant. Yeah, that just, it, was, it was eight weeks, uh, but still Australian Open last year, and so in that time, a handful of other girls have won major tournaments. And she's back, and they're showing these screens, you know. Uh, the girl from Denmark, Wozniacki, mm-hmm. you know, she's on the list. For the sure. list to get defeated by well, Serena? Now, now she's on the list to defeated, but she's a looker. Yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, you know. I think she's I, dating J.J. Watt. Really? I think so. Oh, wow. I wonder if she grunts when she hits the ball. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but in a fist fight, I'm taking Serena all day. Oh, We've already talked about Serena being the best female athlete to watch. Oh out. yeah, she's crushing anybody. Who is the new uh, U.S. girls tennis player? She's real. She won a tournament. She's won two tournaments this year, I think. Um. Anyways, we'll look her up in a little bit. She's pretty tall, solid, but not important enough. Now to that know Serena, right now. not now that Serena's back, it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. And there's only I think we got some a UFC update that just happened. Uh, Max Holloway is out for this weekend's fight against Brian Ortega um, for the championship belt. Um, got concussion-like sy- symptoms. He's out. This is the sec- two fights in a row. The first one, we didn't really blame him for. You know, you can't blame him for either, but he was going to fight against, uh, who was the guy that freaking Connor tried to throw the chair out? Anyways, the guy who wears the babushka. Oh, uh, Khabib. Khabib, right. Nergurgamedov. So he was going to, yeah. Oh, you, you see? You could say that well. Yeah. You got the European names down. But uh, Max Holloway, they, he was going to try to cut weight for that, and then they pulled him out. The, the doctor said that he's not allowed to cut that weight. And now this week he's in Vegas coming from Hawaii because he's a big old Hawaiian boy. And I don't know what happened to him, but they pulled him out, and so they're going to look for another guy to fight, Brian Ortega. And then you have uh, Cormier versus Mwikicic. I believe he, he might be a Croatian or a Serb. It's an IC. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know what is this UFC 500? Pr- pretty much, you know. I mean, there's a card every week, so you know, it's kind of hard to follow. So Daniel Cormier, he works out of San Jose, and he just became the Gilroy High School wrestling coach. Oh wow! Yeah, it's my rival. So they're gonna do. They're big they're, or, they're already perenni- they're awesome champs. They've they got numerous state champions. They got guys wrestling throughout all the college systems, and. He pretty much jumped on their bandwagon. They already have a program, and he just became the head coach. They just got... Yeah, so it's like adding Boogie Cousins to your roster. Five mil. No yeah, big deal. No big deal. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, sports for the week. Yeah, I, I think I think that'll about cover it. Um, so we're going to wrap up today's show. Uh, like us, follow us on podca- Apple Podcast. Coming very soon to the Google Store for all you Android users. We're still on Podbean. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook, too. Uh, we do. We just started a Facebook. So if Facebook's your thing, shout us out on Facebook. Uh, yeah, get in there. Listen to it. Let us know what you think. Shoot us some comments. Give us some ratings. All that good stuff. We look forward to hearing from you. And, you know, get it. Get in as in-depth as you want or just say, hey, that was good shit. Oh, you guys suck. Whatever, dude. You know, we're, we're cool. Just let us know what you think. Keep listening. Yep. Uh, once again, I want to throw a big shout out to our producer, Randy Romero, and Cinema Adventures. Oh, yeah. Coming out with Ant-Man and the Wasp this week. Should be you know, dropping this weekend. We're, we've, we've influenced somebody. Yeah, you know. 
He's also started a World Cup of insect movies. Uh, insect and sci-fi. Insect and sci-fi. Yeah. So if you want another uh, another bracket to break down some movies, go check his podcast out. And uh, his Instagram. Are you going to put the bracket up on Instagram? Yes, he is. Yeah. No mic for you today, huh, Randy? Way better. Yeah. I like this, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for us. I'm Foy. I'm Paulo. This is Hold My Whistle. Until next time, we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm going to show you how to do it. And we start real slow. You just put your lips together and you come real close. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby.